Good day, tiny commuters and daily dosers, and welcome in to the Daily Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is Thursday, January 30th. Let's start your day. With some random goodness, uh, first let me apologize for not coming back on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, just didn't feel like it. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. Uh, had the root canal after coming home from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! Yeah, did that on Monday. We got into town around noon on Monday and then uh, had the, uh, the root canal around 2 pretty easy procedure i'll say didn't take long but wrenched on my jaw like a some bitch and i uh, heard heard the tooth snap pop right out was cool for a little while then i started feeling pretty sore luckily they gave me some some decent medication some tylenol with codeine but yeah i had my birthday off on tuesday it was a little sore and just didn't feel like recording uh, a wednesday podcast uh, typically what i do my schedule is i record the day before uh, usually I'll record on a Sunday for Monday's podcast, then I'll record f- Monday morning, early in the morning for Tuesday, just so I'm a little bit ahead in case I fall behind. It's what I like to do. Now that, that peel back the curtain for you. Now you know my secret that I record ahead. Uh, so anyway, I'm back on Thursday and I was thinking of doing a Saturday. I might still do a Saturday just to make up for it, but we will see. We will see how my schedule goes. But for now, I'm back. It's Thursday. It's January 30th, and we're going to start your day with some random goodness. The first thing is this. In a survey of drivers of cabs, Ubers, and lifts and related vehicles, phones are the number one thing we leave behind. We took a lot of Ubers in Vegas and Stephanie left something behind. I'll reveal what that is here in just a minute. If you if you listened to Bitches Whining, then you know. Anyway, here, uh, but in 2019, according to a survey of drivers, people all also left behind lots of computers, quite a few pieces of luggage, artificial limbs, various articles of clothing, like hats and gloves, and tons of umbrellas. People also left behind musical instruments and dentures. That's not a good day. You go home and you don't have your teeth. Mom, mama cooks you a good, your mama, your baby, your baby mama cooks you a good, I don't know, steak. Can you eat steak if you have dentures? Probably not, huh? Maybe she makes you up a good pile of mashed potatoes, you know, and, and you don't have your dentures, but you can still eat the mashed potatoes, right? Because you can gum those to death. Anyway, Stephanie, if you haven't listened to Bitches Whining, left her license in the last Uber that we took for the weekend. And uh, it was in David's pants. So really, David lost them. But David didn't put them in his wallet. And uh, the, she, David was like, hey, I only have your ATM card, not your uh, license. And if you don't know who those people are, then you haven't been listening to what I do in the podcast world enough. David, Stephanie, they're that's my sister and brother-in-law, and they're co-hosts of the Difference Between Us podcast. Check it out. Stephanie also does the uh, bitches whining, and then they also do together the two of them models in the morning. Little plug, little plug for some Low Tree Studios podcasts right there. Next thing here, it can be tempting to think that only big lifestyle changes will make a difference to your health. Going entirely vegetarian or vegan, exercising five days a week or going to bed several hours earlier. For example, it turns out though that when it comes to sleep, 
going to bed just a half an hour earlier or later can make a substantial difference to your sleep patterns and rest. Small, consistent changes in your nighttime routine can add up significantly. So I suggest uh, based on this, try to go to bed a little. If you're feeling like you're not getting enough sleep, go to bed 30 minutes earlier. That's, that's all they're saying here. It's all you need. Or if you need a little extra time in the morning, wake up 30 minutes earlier. Kind of interesting. Just that 30, 30 minutes can make a big difference. Next thing, does having your partner around always make the pain easier? Humans tend to support each other in the face of threat or during painful procedures like childbirth, for example. But researchers have found that depending on your personality type and attachment style, your partner's presence might actually make things worse. A study of women given pinprick laser pulses on their fingers found that they didn't experience less pain in the presence of their partner. More relevant to pain levels was whether the women was either the woman was either a the anxiously attached type who craves closeness but fears abandonment or b uh, avoidantly attached finding it difficult to trust the depend and depend on her partner the study found that the more avoidantly attached a participant was the more pain they experienced when their romantic partner was present interesting a eh? i found that to be very interesting. We have new information to report. That's right, we do. And it's the news. If you want your uh, pint of beer to be poured to perfection, have it poured by Sarah Ewing. The 24-year-old just won the Heineken Star Serve Global Bartender Final in Amsterdam, beating bartenders from all over the world to pour the perfect beer. Ewing is the assistant manager at the Thomas Green Restaurant and Bar in Gore, New Zealand. She beat 10 other finalists, bartenders from as far as uh, from as far afield as Egypt, Latvia, Canada, and the United States. To be crowned world champion, she beat a bartender from Greece in the final. That is so cool that they have something like that to do. How about it, right? You didn't think your skills of pouring a pint of beer would come in handy or win you any kind of accolades, but it turns out if you go to this thing here, the Heineken Star Serve Global Bartending Final in Amsterdam, you might win something. I don't know what she won, doesn't say. Just, I guess, bragging rights? Go home, you know, to New Zealand and say, I won. And then I guess that's it. Good for you. Nice job. Next thing, it's so cold in Canada, birds are freezing to the ground. When Sandy, ooh, tough name here, Sandy Doucette, I know that doesn't sound like that was tough, but for me and the way it's spelled, it's tough. When Sandy Doucette was driving near his home on a snowy winter road in Canada the other day, he noticed something odd. A group of birds were on the road and they flew away as he drove by, except one. So Doucette stopped his car to take a closer look at the bird that was left behind. The bird didn't budge as he walked closer and then Doucette discovered why its feet were completely encased in at least an inch of frozen ice and snow, using his bare hands to brush away and melt the ice, Doucette helped the bird go free. Apparently there's a video as well. I didn't watch the video though. Next thing here, a five-month-old Australian shepherd named Vango had his paw in his own rescue when he alerted staff at a Quebec pet store to his suspected 
dog napping. According to a staff member and dog trainer at the pet store, Van Gogh entered the store with a couple that normally came in to buy cat food. Van Gogh was barking and poking the staffer and really wanted his attention. The staffer became suspicious when the couple didn't seem to know basic information about the dog. Then the staffer realized he'd seen Van Gogh before and had even trained him as a puppy. While the barking and poking was going on, another employee went to check social media for reports of stolen pets and quickly pulled up a picture of Van Gogh. The dog had been reported missing from his home just two and a half hours earlier. The couple claimed they'd found the dog in the woods. The woman told the employees she wanted to keep the dog as a support animal because she had poor health and couldn't afford to buy and train a dog. Uh, Surrounded by witnesses in the store, the employees convinced the couple to surrender the animal. Then he called Vango's rightful owner. She filed a police complaint because she wants the couple to understand the impact of their actions. How about that? Vango saved his own ass. Next thing here, a tech company in China is prohibiting employees from bringing their phones on trips to the restroom. The company said the bathroom phone ban is designed to increase efficiency and prevent hemorrhoids. According to the company, anyone who spends more than eight minutes in the bathroom will be denied access access to the toilets for 24 hours. Can they do this? And what does hemorrhoids have to do with it? Do you get hemorrhoids from just sitting on a toilet? How do they know this? That's a weird one there, huh? That's weird news there, I'd say. All right, last weird news, or last news in general. A Brooklyn, New York resident reportedly registered an unusual item as an emotional support animal. Floyd Hayes filed the unusual registration with the US, USA Service Dog Registration website. He explains, I travel from upstate Brooklyn Brooklyn a lot, and on the bus they say it's a federal crime to smoke or have an alcoholic beverage unless by prior written consent, and I always wondered where you get that consent. He reportedly filed to have his beer acknowledged as an emotional support dog, (laughs) saying that it helps him manage his his social anxiety disorder. Yeah, it helps everybody, pal. It helps everybody, but also hurts. Unfortunately for him, however, a worker for the registration site explained that the registration doesn't actually have any legal merit. So, uh, you're, by the way, by the way, buddy, his name's Floyd, Floyd. Hey, Floyd, Floyd Hayes. Hey man, uh, beer is not a dog, right? And Hey, Hey buddy. Hey Floyd beer, uh, does that for everybody. And maybe you should just get a shirt like David and Stephanie have that says day drinker, you know, you know, like a dog has that it says dog in training when your dog's an asshole. Or people just put dog in training so that they can bring their dog into Lowe's so they can, you know, buy light bulbs or bring their dog to the airport. You need to just wear a shirt that says day drinker. And everyone will be okay with that. Everyone will forgive you, I think. These are your entertainment headlines. On Wednesday's The View, Whoopi Goldberg received a personal invitation from Patrick Stewart. He says, I'm here with a formal invitation, and it's for you, Whoopi. We want to invite you into the second season of Star Trek Picard. Goldberg, who played bartender Gwynnon 
on Star Trek's The Next Generation, choked up in her response. I've said this on the show before. This is a quote from Whoopi. I've said this on the show before, but Star Trek was one of the great experiences from the beginning to the end. Here, here's, a, here's a little quote from that exchange here. I'm here with a, a formal invitation. Oh. And um, it's for you. Whoopi. Oh, well, for me. Um, Alex Kurtzman, who is the senior executive producer of Star Trek Picard, oh. and all of his oh. colleagues, of which I am one, want to invite you into the second season. Oh. That's so cool and exciting. By the way, not a quote, it's a clip. That was a clip I shared with you there. Next thing here, four Florida passengers were in for a shock when actor Will Smith answered their lift call and gave them a ride around town. The actor was in Miami promoting his new movie, Bad Boys for Life, over the weekend. He picked up four riders in a 2020 Porsche Taycan. Taycan? Taycan. Taycan. That's probably one of those really nice four-door uh, Porsches, right? Ooh. I love those. When I see those, I'm like, I want one of those. Occasionally getting into the attitude of his movie character, Detective Mike Lowry, and encouraging passengers to do their best bad boys imitation as his partner in crime. Smith made one of his passengers FaceTime with his girlfriend during the trip after the man said his girlfriend watched the original movie every week. Before dropping them off, the actor told each passenger they would receive free rides from the ride-sharing company for the next year. Next thing in entertainment news, and this is this is interesting. Check this out. Now that Harry and Meghan have mostly cut their ties with the royal family, they'll need to generate some income. Of course they will. How much they'll need to continue to live the lifestyle they're accustomed to isn't really known, but at least one estimate is $3 million to continue to live the way that they currently live right now. This, of course, is very doable for those folks. Uh, speeches, speeches, branded products, books, H&M. Uh, H&M, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, short for Harry and Meghan. Harry and Meghan are going to have no problem covering their costs. In fact, one publisher suggests that uh, they should, the couple, if they decide to do it, if they decided to write a book, they'll likely bring in at least $50 million for that book. Absolutely they would. Absolutely, they would, especially, uh, you know, kind of detailing this choice to go, uh, you know, to step down from their duties in the royal family. By the way, what would their duties be? It seems sort of dutyless nowadays. Uh, but then again, I think the queen has most of the duties and they're minimal, right? You should watch The Crown. If you haven't seen it, it's a really great show on Netflix. I love that show. Uh, it's interesting. The, the queen has more duties, but the rest of them, it seems like mostly they just loaf, right? They just mostly loaf. I don't know. That's, that's only my perspective, though. What do I know? On this day in history, Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I know, if, I know I'm saying Mohandas Gandhi. I know I'm saying that right, but the middle name, little, little, little not sure about that. Anyway, the political leader, you know who Gandhi is. I don't need to say his first and, and middle name. Gandhi, the political and spiritual leader of the Indian in independence movement, is assassinated in New Delhi by a Hindu extremist on this day in 1948. Uh, also on this day, on January 30th, 19, because today is January 30th, 1933, President 
Paul von Hindenburg names Adolf Hitler leader for Furrier of the National Socialist German Workers' Party, or Nazi Party, as Chancellor of Germany. Wow. Uh, next thing here, on January 30th, 1920, Juhiro Matsuda, uh, from 1875 to 1952, forms Toyo Cork Kogyo. Toyo Cork Kogyo, a business that makes cork in Hiroshima, Japan. Just over a decade later, the company produces its first automobile and eventually changes its name to Mazda. Interesting, right? So they started out making cork, and then, hey, screw it. We're going to make cars. We love this cork stuff, right? You know, you put it in your whiskey, you put it in your, your wine, and, and we're doing okay in the cork business. But you know what? Let's make cars. Let's make, let's make cars instead. I think that's a great... Yeah, let's do that. It's a good idea. And then, then they did that, and then they changed their name to Mazda. Good, good idea, because that'd be a weird name for a car, right? Toyo Cork Kogyo. Say that fast. Toyo Cork Kogyo. I think I did a pretty good job there. I'm proud of myself. That's your water cooler question, and it is this. The average human produces 6,250 gallons of this in their lifetime. What do you think it is? What'd you say? Did you say um, hair? Did you say sweat? Did you say spit? If you said spit, then you're right. 6,250 gallons of spit in your lifetime. That's a lot of spit. I would say that's a lot of spit. All right, let's end this podcast and start your day with a deep thought. And it is this. One of the best feelings in the world is knowing that someone is happy because of you. It's so cool. I like this one because I was thinking about that. Uh, something like that recently before I picked this uh, over the weekend. One of the things that I really enjoy is uh, making making Mindy smile, making Mindy laugh. You know, I I love making other people laugh or or, or inciting laughter. I should say you can't make people do anything, right? But uh, I love inciting laughter. I love bringing laughter. But but nobody's laugh is more important than than Mindy's, my wife. It, it, her laugh when I can do it, when I can get her to laugh and we're laughing together is, uh, it, it is music to my ears. It is my greatest joy. And, and a lot of times, in a lot of ways, my greatest accomplishment. Honestly, I say that and not just to be a sappy uh, married man, but it, it, her laugh means more than anyone else's to me. So I agree with this statement. One of the best feelings in the world is knowing that someone is happy because of you. When I can make her laugh and make her happy, it makes me very happy. Of course, it makes me happy to make other people laugh as well and make other people smile and happy. Those that's That brings a lot of joy as well, but nothing more than when I make Mindy laugh. And that's it for today's show. You lovely people have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on earth. I'll be back tomorrow, 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 Mike Canadian now with more bite-sized goodness. Cheers. Cheers.